Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tea Time Podcast. Tea is an acronym for turning everything around. Turning everything around is a movement. It is a movement from just surviving to actually thriving. And I am Lisa McMillan. On today's podcast, we will be discussing finances. Whoa. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. And don't get scared. I promise it won't hurt. Actually, I'm going to share some things that I'm telling you I had no idea about. And even at 50 years old, I am still learning so much about finances and money management and what the world really looks at to determine whether you're worthy of them making an investment in you. So, let's get to it. So, one thing that often comes up, I'm asked about home ownership. Why? Probably because technically I've gotten about six mortgages in my life. I would say I've bought about six houses, but I've never actually finished buying any of the houses that I've gotten mortgages on. So one thing I did not know upon me and my first husband's venture into homeownership back in 1993 is that you look the most attractive to a lender when you really have a lot of assets or a steady financial foundation. What do I mean by that? I mean, a lender wants to lend you money when you really don't need it, or it looks like you don't need it. That was beyond me. But anyway, back in 1993, my husband at the time had a fantastic credit score, over 700. He was working a good job at Gilbarco, making roughly $1,000 a week. And in 1993, that was a lot of money. It's still a lot of money, really. And I was a stay-at-home mom. So I did not earn money outside of the house. And honestly, my credit was jacked up. I was only 21, 22 years old. But my credit was already jacked up. Because the moment I turned 18, I still remember it. (laughs) I have a memory like an elephant, y'all. I went and got a credit card at Gordon's Jewelry Store in the Four Seasons Mall. And unfortunately, I had no idea about the enormity of that responsibility that, A, I went and got this gold ring and I honestly, all these years later, I can still see it in my mind. And I think it was about $300. And I never paid the money back. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but... Anyway, because I wasn't earning any money and I was not going to be a financial benefit, then my name stayed off of the loan application, which worked out great because my husband was able to get the loan. Now, side note, y'all, this is one of those benefits to being married that although he got the mortgage because we were married, my name was still equally on the deed, meaning 
I owned just as much of the property as he did. Now, when I found out that little tidbit of information, I just ran with it. Anyway, back in the early 90s, I think the interest rates were like 7 to 8% for a mortgage. So we bought this house and honestly, we didn't even make the payments on time. I had no idea about good money management. Now, I will say I was making choices about buying things for the household, for the kids, investing into various lessons like dance lessons or uh, music lessons or sports or whatever. But I was horrible, like horrible at money. Nobody ever sat me down. There was not websites back in the day or whatever. So I'm going to give you this little clue right now. We are in the digital age and there is so much information available to teach you how to manage money. I literally did not understand that if you earn $1,000, then you cannot afford an $800 payment. (laughs) Now, I'm talking about if you earn a $1,000 a month, you cannot afford an $800 a month payment. I know for all of you that think I'm a genius, I am pretty smart, but that just did not register because all of the other stuff, I never bothered to sit down and write it down. I never bothered to calculate it. I didn't even know that that was a thing. But I'm telling you, stop living in your head. Let's get real. Let's let's get real. And I know that this is still an issue because I have had a conversation with several people who say, hey, I make plenty of money to be able to afford this $1,500 a month rent payment. And I said, okay, how much are you earning? They were like $2,300. And I'm like, now, because of the experiences I've had, I know that that's not enough money because if you don't factor in not just the utilities, not just the food, but even toiletries, even uh, personal care items like haircuts or uh, personal care products and fuel for your vehicle, maintenance for your vehicle. Anyway, I'm not going to go down the whole list, but In this turning everything around journey, we got to get serious and we got to get real. Lots of people still want to own a home. I have a current mortgage um, because I still have trust issues and I still have some control issues and I like to have my own property so I can paint it 5,000 times if I want to or bust down a wall if I want to, all this other stuff. I I like owning my own home, technically bank owns it but whatever but we got to get real turning everything around we'll be having a homeownership workshop on saturday march the 5th and in this workshop it will be a start to finish strategy session where we will cover the mortgage application and why certain things matter so back to the foundation of the financial house. If let's say you have a 580 credit score, I know that technically you could qualify for an FHA loan. Now, what I know now is, yes, that is a federally backed loan to help people who otherwise would not be able to become homeowners be able to 
become a homeowner with a lower credit score and lower out-of-pocket expenses. But the caveat to that is that if you don't have reserves, if you don't have a savings, then if something goes wrong with the house, are you going to pay for the house or are you going to pay to fix what's wrong? So for instance, if a hot water heater busts or stops working, that is pretty a pretty hefty expense. If you need to replace it, it could get up to a couple thousand dollars. So when you have a low credit score and you do get approved for an FHA loan, they have stipulations in there that require the house to be in better shape than if you had, say, a 750 credit score and could get a conventional loan and had residual income or savings where you're not basically living hand to mouth, okay? The reason is so you can pay for the house. And so it's less likely that something is going to break in the house. Now, what I had to explain to some people was a lot of times, especially in this time that we're in right now, that's not attractive to a seller. The reason it's not attractive to a seller is if they, they've they lived in the house and there may be some little quirks, right? Like the house that I live in right now, and thank God for Jesus, I'm telling you that I learned some things and I keep my credit like really great now that I know better. Back to my Angelo, when you know better, you do better. I was able to get a conventional loan because my credit score was almost 800. So the house I have now was built in 1944 and it had an issue or two. Electrical uh, upgrades needed to be made. It made. Um, it, it was a, a issue or two, okay, that I know I would not have been able to get this house that I'm in if I would have had an FHA loan. Now, the benefit of the FHA loan, another benefit is you only have to put down three and a half percent down payment, which is small. The downfall on that is that you have to pay something called PMI, private mortgage insurance. That doesn't mean if you don't pay the mortgage that it doesn't go on your credit. But that adds extra money on to how much you have to pay every single month and you don't get credit for that at all. That just poof is gone. That's giving that to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac saying, thank you for loaning me money. Even though my credit was less than stellar, so on and so forth. That's not good, y'all, because that it, it's a lot of money, really. It's usually, depending on the, the amount of your loan, if you have a $150,000 loan, that's an extra $100 or so that you are literally giving away. Like you, that doesn't go towards your principal. That doesn't go towards your interest. That's not refunded ever, never, not ever. All right. So yes, it's some benefits. If you're just dying to get into a house, if you just have to get into a house. And sometimes if you get yourself in a good position and you stay disciplined, then you can, can fix some of those situations a little bit later. What do I mean by that? I mean, if you're in, in a situation where rent is totally unaffordable, which right now the prices are astronomical. So if your rent for where you're living is $1,200 a month, 
and it's not even a, a wonderful place, like if it's not somewhere where you want to plant flowers outside, then you might want to take it, get an FHA loan and then move into a property that can give you some options and you don't have any money to put down. Then you participate in some of the programs like most larger municipalities have down payment assistance programs. Now, I'm familiar with a few in North Carolina, say one in Greensboro that will you can qualify for up to $10,000 towards your down payment and closing cost. Now, when it says up to, there are limitations where it cannot go over 20% loan to value. So if you bought a um, $100,000 house, then you could get $10,000 towards your down payment because that's only 10% of the price of the house. But if you bought a $50,000 house, $10,000 would be 20% of the price of the house. But anything under that, you're not able to do that. But anyway, that's just an example of some stipulations. So let's say you want to buy a house and your credit score is 600. You can qualify for an FHA loan. But if your income, your income still has to meet the qualifications for the your income debt to income ratio. Okay. And if your debt to income ratio is only going to qualify you for say $150,000 house, the current market, it's very few moving ready houses at $150,000. And I mean, this is, this is a seller's market. The prices are astronomical because of logistical problems prices of wood and and even plastic things like that so anyway but if you let's just say you did you found a property for $150,000 that you could get with an FHA loan now also whomever is selling the house has to be willing to say okay I'll accept an offer for someone with an FHA pre-qualification because when I was looking for this house a year ago uh, I did run into several people who were not even willing to entertain offers from people with FHA loans. So anyway, let's just say we got through that and you put in an offer and you get the house. We, we, we're just going to move forward. You're going to get you got get the house. You go through the down payment assistance program and you utilize the money. And one of the caveats also of the down payment assistance money is that you have to owner occupy. That means you have to, if you buy in the house, you get the mortgage, you have to live in it for a certain number of years. Most of the time is five to 10 years, which is cool. But if you did not put 20% down on the FHA loan, you're going to have to pay the PMI unless you go through certain financial institutions. Most credit unions, most of their products do not require PMI on the loans. But also, some of the programs, they have a limited amount of banks that they'll participate with. So it's a lot of little caveats. So let's just say you have to have PMI, you're in the house. If you change your way of thinking, your way of being, your way of living, and decide to get structured, decide to get committed 
into this thriving, turning everything around financially for yourself. Go ahead and make your payments because if you can get your your loan to value at 80%, right? Let's say you bought the house at 150 and then the market keeps going up. So next year or two years from now, let's just go two years from now, the house is worth $200,000 and you only owe 140 because in two years, let's just say you've paid $10,000 towards the principal. You are able to some loans, all right, some loans. I'm not a banker. I should have prefaced by saying that before, but oh well. Some loans, you will be able to apply to have the PMI removed. Now, you will have to have some out-of-pocket cost, like appraisals or whatever, but you have to turn things around, hence this nonprofit that I'm working with, turning everything around. That's what we do. We strategize with people because it's so many things that if you were brought up like I was, living hand to mouth, living through poverty, through drama and trauma, we were just trying to survive. And if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you can turn things around. You can have a life of of where you're feeling like, okay, this is going to be okay. Healthiness and wholeness, it is in your reach. So that was just an example. If you are wanting to buy a house, I mean, I, I love home ownership because if you know me, I do some, I'm, I'm changing stuff all the time and then I don't like people to tell me what to do. So anyway, I say all that to say, turning everything around is committed We are committed to providing these resources. So just like the examples I just gave, just like this show is about homeownership today. This podcast is about homeownership today because it's a lot of people suffering. And if you are one of the people who are suffering, if you are one of the people who want to stop just surviving and actually start thriving, you have to turn things around. You have to make better choices or different choices. Let's just say different choices because those choices you made before may have been may have been perfectly fine. But then if it's not you and if you have a friend or you have a family member, share. Come on y'all, share. Because we don't have to live like this. So, turning everything around, the nonprofit, we offer strategic planning. So, we're not going to, you know, give you all this information and then tell you go have at it. We are a, uh, we, we are a hands-on organization where we will help you with step-by-step because it is intimidating. It is, it can be very cumbersome and you're dealing with human beings. (laughs) And sometimes even human beings in these entities, they don't know everything and, and because they're specialists, right? Like if you go to McDonald's, there's a fry person, okay? So we are there to help guide people and to be with you during these during these times, especially because it's daunting. There are people who are losing their pre-qualifications. There are people who are losing out on houses just for a lack of information. And as the word of God says, Okay, if you don't have the knowledge, 
you will perish. If you don't have the information, you will not flourish. Like, so we're here to help with that. Now, our homeownership workshop, again, will be Saturday, March the 5th. That's 2022 because we are in 2022. And it will be from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Now, there is a fee for it. It's $25 and registration is required in order to attend. That's going to cover the materials and the presenters and and the whole process for that four hours. And if you're interested, then cool. But this is what turning everything around is about. So we will connect you with those resources. I and other professionals who have been through the process or who live and breathe this stuff daily. Like we have realtors, we have bankers, we have financial planners. And I know that's a big scary word because I used to think I don't have no finances to plan. So no need me talking to them, but we're going to, we're going to hold your hands. Okay. And we're going to walk through this because we want you to thrive. Also remember our open house our grand opening for the tea spot which is the turning everything around spot will be saturday february 12th 2022 from 2 p.m to 6 p.m we did change the time it was well didn't matter what it was it is now 2 p.m to 6 p.m on saturday february 12th and pre-registration is required because spaces are limited. We are still in a time of COVID. At the T-Spot, we have our workshops, we have our trainings, we have our events, which we have a poetry and spoken word event coming up in April, on April 2nd, 2022. We have a health and nutrition workshop coming up on Sunday, February the 20th. Check out our website and stay up to date on all of the events and regular services we offer. Speaking of regular services, we have a licensed esthetician that we partner with, Ms. Shalita, where she offers pampering for our moms, express facials on what we call Mother's Day Mondays, and it is for the exclusive tea member price of $30, which I'm telling you is almost half off. And she is amazing. She's amazing. The facials leave your skin. Oh, it is just absolutely remarkably relaxing and peaceful. And it's about being healthy, healthy and whole. Additionally, we have partnered with a contractor who provides handyman services as well as contracting services, professional services for our team members so that we can turn things around in all of the aspects of our lives. So check us out at turningeverythingaround.org. Until next time, I am Lisa McMillan and let's turn everything around.